What's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? Put a smile on your face. The first nine episodes are done, and this episode was special as it was a little recap of the last nine episodes. Lessons dropped in. The breakthroughs over break, y'all. The breakthroughs over break. So good. But this episode, I hope y'all appreciate the difference in pace as I get the feeling that my pace is really going to change up and it feels good. It feels honoring and it feels necessary. So enjoy, (laughs) y'all. Welcome to another episode of Soul Coffee. This episode is going to be called Spiritual Growth Pains, y'all, because your boy been going through it. Mm. Uh, Last week, I did not post an episode as I had a very, very large need to be present with my family on my last week of vacation in Connecticut and connecting with my mom and dad. And man, it was just so enriching to see my friends from high school, my friends from first grade, my friends from goodness, from so many walks of life as when I return home. I'm in Georgia, by the way. Um, It's just so nourishing of the soul to just receive that love and reconnect to people. And I got a shirt on today, which I'm sure I'll post and, you know, share in YouTube form and on Instagram, but it says you matter and is made by a very special individual, Verona. So uh, y'all got to reach out to her. I'm going to put her Instagram in this episode so y'all can get this fire shirt, y'all, because it's a, it's a humble reminder. And I really think it's a theme of this episode as I think something that has led to these growth pains is an understanding of self and understanding of me and i felt like the last several episodes have been absolutely amazing y'all and i gotta say i think we're at around 1800 downloads for the podcast about now and man that in itself and i was grounding down i just had to smile i just had to smile because i'm like wow what a life this is what a life this is like to be able to connect with that many souls and with all, all the messages that have come on out, y'all, like I'm just so full. I'm just so, so full. But I definitely wanted to impart a few tools for y'all to play with and for y'all to explore for y'all selves in case you haven't come into this understanding of you. Feel me? So if you're feeling, go ahead, just move, stretch a little bit. <sighs> As I'd love to speak from a place now and forever from energy. And when I say energy, I don't mean just turn up the volume as I have done in the past with a quote unquote persona who I'm calling Jerome from now on. So in case any of my friends are around or y'all feel like I'm speaking out of ego or really efforting for something, just be like, yo, I think Jerome's coming out because I feel like it's important as a tool to be able to name the different sides to us so that way we can better observe ourselves. And uh, you can kind of snap, you can nod if you know you vibe into this, but I find with Jerome, that was something that was created when I first spoke to my class when I was looking to be the student rep for my class of 206 people fall quarter 2016. Shout out to all those doctors. I touched on this real briefly in uh, the episode of my brother Reggie. um, And it was important as I felt like I needed to be loud to be heard per se. It's not like I was trying to be loud or trying to be someone that I'm not, but it was more so effort and just looking to connect with people. And that was the best expression and the best uh, awareness that I had because I've been able to give myself grace, you know, not being hard on myself because I'm my biggest freaking critic, y'all, my biggest freaking critic. And I imagine there's a lot of other people out there like me. And it's okay. It's okay to keep doing your best. You gotta take care of you. 
but maybe you feel pulled to be a leader, maybe you feel pulled to just connect with people more or something. What's, what's your purpose bigger than yourself? Maybe it's family. Maybe it's a promotion at job, or maybe you're just trying to lead your team or your friends or your family's health, or it's uncomfortable to be a leader. <laughs> That's why there's so much space for us all to lead because there's such a big need for it. To be able to facilitate each other along, to be able to walk each other home. I feel like that's, a, that's the big goal. One of the tools that I dove into recently, once more, I took a, the Enneagram test, which I'll see if I can put the link in my uh, in these show notes, is super important. As uh, my brother Colton up at Palmer Davenport said, it's the sacred roadmap. The sacred roadmap, y'all, for y'all to be able to navigate y'all life y'all to be able to navigate just how you move and groove through things and I learned that I am a giver and what they call the right wing is like your secondary and my secondary is I'm achiever or I'm an achiever grammar's hard <laughs> and the understanding and reading the resources that I am a giver I have overextended myself in different ways shapes forms and capacities relationship wise personally friends partner, organizationally, uh, bottlenecking, you could say, some of the results and power that people can enter with my fraternity, with KTC, um, and different aspects to that, as I just want to give. And a mask to that is that, not that I want to be given to, but to be told that I'm enough. Because that's like one of my deeper wounds that I've begun to traverse into. So Enneagram is the first tool. Uh, tool number two, it's an offering. Um, and I'd like to just offer y'all to go to therapy. It's okay to go to therapy. Therapy, the impact therapy has had in my life has been massive, y'all, with sexual abuse when I was little um, and understanding the patterns and how that has integrated into the vessel, into the being, into the man that I am now and how important it, it is to heal the boy that was molested. That shit is so important, y'all. And I thought that I had, quote unquote, reached a certain level of depth to healing and being able to speak about it and being able to speak on stage about it in front of 100 people, in front of 500 people. <sighs> and that is so far from the case because there's layers there's practices, there's efforts that y'all need to go into. I don't know what y'all deepest wounds are. That's for y'all to discover. I had repressed mine for 24 years. Excuse me, 13 years. Until I had the awareness brought out, out of me from an amazing healing facilitator. And that's what's helped me uncover and unlock so much life in grad school. Oh. So when you can talk to someone in an objective means, a lot of people are like, I don't want to go to therapy. That means I'm fucked up. No, I don't think it's that. It's because you're fucked up, quote unquote. And I do feel that there are traumas that you can have a greater understanding of if you're willing to look in the mirror to be able to talk to somebody that you resonate with. You know, you got to find someone that you resonate with. Um, but I've been to about, I think, in total in grad school, maybe like 15, 18 sessions. We get, we get, we get sessions for free, full free. Uh, so if you're at LifeU or if you're at your own, you know, institutions, seek that out. It's a very wonderful service. 
Um, I have two amazing therapists. One was my couples therapist and I started off my singles therapist. Her name's Claudia. She's amazing. And another one whose name is uh, Gregory and he's the absolute man. And it's definitely two different dynamics um, with both of them. Claudia's black and Gregory's a white male. So it's uh, two totally different dynamics, which I have enjoyed a lot of both being super, super beneficial y'all. So reach out if you guys need help, reach out if you guys you know, need any, if you have any questions, like I'm happy to answer that. Um, that's why I love interviewing people because we can bounce ideas and questions off each other, which is super fire. But, uh, this is an invitation for anyone that's listening because, uh, when you can begin to appreciate more of you, unlayer more of you, see more of you and how you work, how you integrate, what's, what's, what's affecting your subconscious that you don't know that you don't know because you know what you know, you don't know you know what you don't know and then you don't know what you don't know that's what a therapist can help with you pay them that's their job literally (laughs) oh man so the lessons have been super super wonderful in that and i've learned that i need to prioritize myself and i hope that there's people i know that there's people that are going to listen to this and i yo prioritize yourself put yourself in your schedule put time in your schedule for you to think for you to breathe for you to do nothing forget what book it was. I think it was uh, Think and Grow Rich. But Thomas Edison used to go fishing, but he didn't put any bait on the on the fishing line. And his boy caught him one time. He's like, bro, what are you doing? You want any bait? He's like, no. He's like, why not? He's like, I'm thinking. <laughs> and it was peace. And I really just had to sit with that. And I was like, wow. He would intentionally go fish, but not to fish, but to fish for thoughts. That's beautiful. So for me, I think what that's going to look like is a lot more airplane mode by just cutting off the phone or putting it on do not disturb, setting an hour a day for me just to chill, think, anime. I'd like to schedule time to like read because that's something I want to stay consistent with. And, you know, learning languages and yoga as I explore that realm and movement. But me time is like think time, integration time, because one thing that's dropped on in, it's like, yo, I'm hungry. (laughs) Like, nah, I'm definitely hungry. Definitely have a big drive to move things and retire my parents as that's like my driving force behind me and, you know, shift things in the profession, shift things for healthcare. That's part of my purpose. And as a sprinter, I ran the 400 meter in case uh, y'all didn't know. One thing that I'd be gearing up for practice, like I wouldn't be having a full meal for lunchtime, um, right before practice, especially with coach Katie, especially on jump run circuit days. Like that is the last thing I was trying to do because guess what? I would see it very soon. So I offer that as a means of, there are times where you'll need to put the accelerator to the floor, pedal to the metal and freaking go. And it's okay to be hungry. And I'm not one to tell people to, uh, slow down or you're going to burn out or you're going to do this. No, but I am one to say now on that other side of things, be intentional, be articulate, rest and digest. It's okay. It's okay to integrate and not even say it's imperative because if you don't allow yourself the time to let those thoughts drop in, to reflect, to improve literally yourself on how you move and groove through the world, then you are missing out on some life experience that can change your life. And only you can come into this, this, uh, these recognitions, these drop-ins, because you're the one living your life. <laughs> <laughs> 
And um, reflecting is a big tool of mine. Like I got a yellow pad I'm looking at just for some notes, just so I make sure I, I impart everything I'd like to in this episode. But it's so important. It's so important. So whatever you time looks like, do so. Because if you don't, then oh, I share this with such a, you could say a heavy heart, but a charged heart. My heart's charged, y'all, because I'm grateful. It will over, or if you overextend yourself, it will impact the ones that you love. It will impact the ones that are really close to you. And depending upon your relationship, it can either be destructive or like I'm blessed with my community, it can be constructive because they can catch you. They can share with you, yo, I think you're doing too much. And you really got to humble yourselves and listen. Because one, the ego, the persona, Jerome, Jerome, nah, I got shit to prove. Nah, I got things to do. Nah, nah, nah. Like, nah, like I got this. Or I need to do this was another one of the stories I used to tell myself. I need to do this. Like I need to effort for the fraternity so that way it can grow. I need to effort for KTC so that way it doesn't die. I need to effort. I need to do this, this, that. Nah. What I get to do is collaborate with others. I get to cultivate and grow with my brothers. I get to work with the other facilitators. I get to train with the people at KTC. I get to foster wonderful relationships with all the people around me and not put things on my plate because uh, one next tool I would like to offer for you, which I think is tool number four. I feel like journaling is its own tool. So journaling is tool number three. And I'm gonna write this shit down so that way I can be more articulate about it. Uh, But the human design Human design is so, 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 so important. As I've learned with the Thought Leadership Collective, as AC Brown, um, who is amazing, 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 amazing. I'll see if I can put her podcast in the show notes as well. Uh, She did a masterclass on human design and long short of it, I learned that I'm a generator. There's manifesting generators, there's projectors, there's reflectors, but manifesting generators and generators make up about 70% of the world. And we are big about energy go figure um people are attracted to our energy and we need to be able to discern what's a hell yes and what's a hell no as if we do things that aren't in line essentially with our soul our purpose that really just charge us up we can burn out we can falter we can end up um, resistant or frustrated um in different capacities because it's not aligned with us and we only have so much energy. Yes, it is an abundance of energy and not to be confused with initiating, which is what manifesting generators do. Um, but more so, I respond, which I love because when I see life flourishing, when I see an idea, like that literally lights me up and responding comes with discerning what's important versus what's not important. And being able to understand that I'm a giver and a two in Enneagram, as well as I'm a, proje- or I'm a generator, that has been massive because I also, with the human design, you get to understand what are the strategies that you move through it. And I've learned that I am both what is called an investigator and a martyr. Um, and martyr sounds kind of morbid, but it's not a promise. But essentially, and I'm laughing because it's like I talked to my friend Ellie, shout out to you, girl, love you. Um, I mine for truth and I cultivate depth in the mining for truth because I'm willing to go in and into the mud, into the shit, into the pain, into the trauma to bring out a diamond that is for the good of all. When Ellie told me this, I was like, holy shit. Um, You don't need much for the human design, just your time of birth, your location, your name. And I think that's about it. Ruby, um, 
my coach, she introduced me to this and it provided a lot of clarity in how to move through things. And as I was reading it, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, like whatever. Just, just like, no, like, human, y'all, these are massive, massive, be thorough to examine these different things as it has also helped with business. Like AC Brown, she also did a little workshop and it was on like how we can apply this to our business. And I've learned live workshops or trainings, like having people in my energy is super, super beneficial. And that feels really good to me. So I imagine uh, if you look up human design or I'll put in the show notes as well, um, it can change your life. Like it really, it really can change your life as it's important to just know yourself and to begin to bring this conversation to a close. It's important for me as a sprinter, as a 400 meter, I kind of just see life as a 400 y'all. Like, <laughs> like I see life as a 400, like everything, like weights, a test time. Like I'm always breaking it down into quarters. Um, so that way I can better understand it. And now understanding and applying the sprinting analogy to school, I'm finishing, I just started my 16th quarter at life. You proudly, like I proudly say 16th quarter while younger me would have been like, Oh my God, like, man, that's stressful or, or I failed or whatever. But it's like, no, nah, I definitely put in the time to invest in myself in school, which I hope others do outside of school and different seminars, discovering mentors, healing, healing has been so man. I don't even know. I can't, you can't quantify healing. You really can't. All I can tell you right now is that I am not the same Jamal Fruster, Fruster that I was when I first entered this program. Was disconnected. I was lost. I was trying to fill a void in my heart that I didn't know how to. I was pain and I was in pain and I was burnt out. And man, it's so important for you to put in the time for yourself. And like, like this shirt says, y'all, like you matter you matter which is why i love this shirt and what i love what ron is doing with things as a lot of people forget that they matter a lot of people don't know the value and what can come of you taking care of yourself it's quite literally imperative for you to take care of yourself so that way you can shine you can love you can live like you deserve my friends like, I really, really hope y'all take that home. Like, feel it. Close your eyes. You matter. And at the same time, there's a beautiful intelligence that's working through your body. Always on the clock. Constantly healing yourselves, replicating them, shedding them. Allowing your heart to beat. Allow your lungs to expand. Allowing your digestion to flow through you. Pump the blood through your thousands of miles of, of vessels throughout your body, your brain and a spinal cord that is the base and the foundation, the core of your being that is facilitating trillions upon trillions of messages. There's trillions and trillions of, 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 of cells in your body. Your molecules are trained to respond to your name, but know that you are always moving and you are, you are this beautiful being that is meant to be. You are meant to bring your, bring your gifts and bring your blessings and bring your energy and bring your lessons learning and bring your medicine, bring your expression, the meaning of life, the expression of the intelligence through the matter. And if you matter, you are meant to be that intelligence that moves through you and allow everything and everything to, to happen exactly as it needs to be. Mm-hmm.
So make sure you digest your food so you don't throw it up when you sprint it through life. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I feel like that was the majority of what I wanted to impart to you. One last thing before I highlight what's to come. Um, yo, go, go forward with a wheezy mentality. Yo, Lil Wayne, if you don't like rap, that's cool. But yo, if anyone like I got any wheezy fans listening to this, like I had a fire conversation um, with one of my boys, uh, Phil, up at um, Alpha Chapter for the fraternity, Brother Crescendo. Shout out to you, my boy. Um, and he said, bro, one thing I love about you is like you kind of just do. <laughs> He's like, you kind of just do. It don't matter, you know, what it may appear like. But he's like, from my view, at least, you know, it, it seems like you just put out things for the good of putting out things. And, yo, that's exactly what I'm going to do, y'all, with energy and ATP. Authenticity, truth, and purpose. And if it's not aligned or it's not resonating with one of those things, y'all, feel free to call me out, please. Like, please, please, please. But, yo, Jamal, I just didn't really feel authentic. I'd be like, damn, Jerome must have been in the driver's seat that time. You know what I mean? So, um, that's permission for y'all to do whatever it is that y'all want, because that is so important. Like I said before, the world is waiting for your song to be sung. You are part of a divine symphony and man, you got to tune your instrument, whatever instrument it is, what instrument are, you know what? Okay. That's a question. So, you know, what is your instrument? What is your soul coffee? Nah, what is your instrument? What are you? You a tuba? You a violin, you a cello, you a bass clarinet. I used to play bass clarinet. A lot of people don't know that shit. I used to play bass clarinet. Shit was fun. Shit was as big as me in fifth grade, though. So um, what instrument are you? What is your offering to the world? And how beautiful will you sound when you're aligned with spirit, God, insert, universe, religion here? How beautiful do you sound when you're attuned to you? And can you identify the patterns, beliefs, uh, and things that take you off course or out of alignment or activate the ego, the preservation of self-identity? And how can you work to get back to that? Crushed a breathwork session and movement before this, and I feel amazing. I feel grounded. I feel good. And I'm curious if my voice sounds different. You know what I mean? No, your voice sounds, your, it sounds deeper. No, like, how does it resonate in your spirit? How are the words that I'm saying, the tools the building blocks to resonance. How are those hidden today? And how have they differed in the past? Let me know. I'd really appreciate that feedback. Oh, a quick recap of these episodes, man. If y'all don't know, episode number two, Abel Sain Gonzalez, my brother. Oh my God. Super, super big. Being a man of the world and being able to cultivate yourself and be able to speak to the soul of people with their language. Uh, Marianne, episode number three, the fitness nurse, the only fitness nurse in Canada, and I'd arguably say like one of the very few in America as well. Beautiful, beautiful message on understanding what is a lifestyle prescription and what does that entail and how can that free you from the narrative of society and discover what health truly is. Number four, which I think is the most downloaded episode still to this day, my brother Reggie Mims, brother Snoop. Um, and we just dove into expanding or honoring the sacrifices sacrifices, and expanding out of your pot or outgrowing your pot. And I'm looking as I am a proud plant father now. And it's really cool to just appreciate that analogy a lot more because you will outgrow your pot. And that's okay. You're meant to. You're meant to reach for the sky. You're meant to reach for the sun. You're meant to grow and be and twist and bend and all that you're meant to be. Also, um, episode number five. Dr. Chantel Frazier, uh, my hair magician, as she has worked with me the last two years, two and a half years, and really 
instilled life into my hair, which I call my spirit locks or my spirit antenna, because it's sort of such a precious exchange with her every single time. And we dove into, you know, what does it mean to be a, a, black, a black chiropractor, a black student um, going through a grad program, finding your truth and recovering from the trauma of school. Oof, very, very, very fire episode. And then episode number six, Jose Alejandro with the modern Renaissance man um, talked about just, oh man, sometimes it's hard being a man. Pastor T.D. Jake says that shit and it hits. And with Jose, we dove into decoding what it means to be a man in this time and man, the aspects to life and what's going on. And just, oh, it was just such a rich episode as he stands for uniting mind, body, soul, and swagger as a man. And that swagger aspect, y'all, whoo, that boy clean. Episode number seven, trust the ultimate resource with Dr. Lance Bonstade, one of my biggest mentors and favorite human beings as this man is literally artful at being a human being, y'all. He is the best listener I've encountered. He is a fantastic hugger an amazing chiropractor, dad, like all the things, y'all. And he gives some very potent resources in there. And how can you cultivate trust? Why is that important? And uh, just how to navigate life better, period. Uh, so you guys are in for a real treat. That is, I think, the second most downloaded episode. <sighs> Bringing it to a close with episodes eight and nine. Eight, Dr. Crystal Jones, which we dove in, y'all. Like, we dove in, like... I think it was an hour and 20 episode. Like it was so, so enriching, literally at the soul level, nothing short of that because uh, she knows depth and her superpower is curiosity. With that comes listening and a super mm, depthful understanding of the universe and how it works and how it moves and uh, navigating the Black Lives Matter movement, or I say the death of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, like as a black man or woman, person of color, identification, understanding of traumas and needs. Like, y'all, y'all got to listen to that episode because it was so, 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 so fire. Um, episode number nine, Jenny Hook, uh, yoga teacher, a registered nurse. Um, Y'all, she is a badass individual that has dedicated her life's work to helping nurses work through burnout, through meditation, and through yoga. As she was there herself once, and we dove into the aspects of healthcare that are limiting healthcare, and I'd even dare say killing healthcare workers in all shapes and forms, doctors, nurses. As we talk about the energy, we talk about the the healthcare system as it is. We talk about a lot of these different things that don't get talked about as, you know, nurses play a vital, vital, vital role in the healthcare system. And um, understanding and helping our healthcare professionals heal is something that's really big in my heart, really big in hers. So that's my soul sister linking on up with a joint soul purpose. So I uh, just want to do a quick little recap of episodes two through nine. First one being the trailer episode, episode 10 being this one right here, y'all, this one right here. So if this was fire, y'all, please give your boy a review, write what you resonate with. Feel free to message me on Instagram, Facebook. Let me know how I can do this thing better. What would you like to see? What would you like to hear? What have you loved? What have you think can improve? What do you think can be expanded upon? I'm all about feedback. I imagine this month of July, August, and September are going to be so, so fire, y'all, because I got a bunch of interviews lined on up. I'm going to be really introducing the Thought Leadership Collective, a group of badass entrepreneurs and human beings, first and foremost, 
who have helped shifted my life, shifted my career, added so much value and helped me get life coaching really up off the ground and running and sprinting. Um, I'm going to have Dr. Vaught or Dr. Frank Vaught, Dr. Xavier Tipler, two of the baddest black chiropractors out there and a the movement that they're cultivating. Um, and I imagine I'm going to have a lot more healthcare professionals, some of the best in the world, ideally best in Atlanta for sure, just sharing some of their journey and offering y'all, which is the intention of this podcast, how to cultivate your thought fitness. And how as you cultivate your thought fitness and understand how the matter can manifest or your body can manifest symptoms, signs, and diseases when your thought fitness, when your mind ain't right, when your soul ain't right, and just intercore, just, uh, just highlighting the, the golden thread. There we go. Highlighting the golden thread between mind, body, and soul, and how when you work on your mind and when you work on your body, your soul will be able to express more freely and move more freely in the matter that is your body leaders from all over the world from all over the world and uh i would love to drop next week's episode as me and brett dive into um healthcare and the diversity of it and where can we go as a profession where can we go as a system so super super excited to share that with y'all but thank you for listening as always please reach out y'all for real and uh we'll see you next week it's